Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We are going to talk about the Superstar Shakeup and uh, we're going to a little recap of Enola Trip. My name is John, and joining me this week, um, as she does every week, is the Alexander Wolf to my Eric Young. Marianne, hello. Welcome back. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. Um, I'm well. I wouldn't expect to be jet lagged, but I mean, everything just kind of caught up to me at once after I came back from New Orleans. Oh boy. So like, I well, obviously it was just expensive, but then my medical insurance got canceled because of non-payment. But they never Ooh. sent me bill. Like they they would send me stuff, but I just got, I got lost in the shuffle because right. most of the things they sent were just like welcome to this, and I'm like I've been in Kaiser since I was born. Yeah. Like, why are you saying welcome to this? And like, and they ended up canceling me for non-payment. And I thought I had made a payment, but the payment I had made was just for the doctor's appointment that I went to. Oh. Hmm. But they had kept seeing me and didn't tell me anything until I ran out of medication. And then they <laughs> went to go get my medication. They're like, you're not a Kaiser member anymore. And I was like, okay. Oh, and I would have had to pay $1,700 to get all of my medicine. Oh, wow. Yeah. So... But we're slowly getting that sorted out. Well, good. Um, yeah. Hopefully that'll get taken care of. Hopefully. I don't know. How have you been? I've been well. I've been um, traveling to Los Angeles a lot. That that place you go? I, I, I was there, what, last week? I will be there this weekend. I will be there next weekend. The weekend after that is my birthday, so I will not be anywhere. And the weekend after that, I will be back down there. And let's see, the weekend after that, I'm at home. And then the weekend after that, I'm down there. And then the weekend after that, I'm down there permanently. So there Are you, you reading this off a calendar? Kind of. Sweet. Yeah. So uh, I also got new glasses that I'm pretty uh, jazzed about. They look exactly the same. They uh, are not. I will, uh, I'll take a side-by-side picture. They're a little bigger. Um, I think they fit my face a little better. So there you go. I'm also getting sunglasses. I'm very excited about that. I left my sunglasses in New Orleans. Oh. And I'm bummed. Your uh, Pro Wrestling Tees ones? No, those ones I lost at Bola two years ago. Oh, all right. Well. And I'm really upset about that. I've been trying to get new ones for a while, and I can't find where to get new ones of those. They were my favorite. But to be fair, I did tweet a while ago that I have 15 pairs of sunglasses. These ones just happen to be like my newest favorite ones. Uh Uh-huh. And I ended up leaving them, but I'll pro- I'll um I'll probably try and get them back because I know someone that's down there. Right. Um. But New Orleans was a ton of fun. Yes. It was stressful and somewhat disorganized, not just on my part, just in general. But it was fun still. Um. I think I stayed in a total of three different hotels and one Airbnb. My God. And in the Airbnb, I was staying in a house with nine guys. Wow. How was yes. that? One of them was the mayor of Reseda. Oh, I've heard of him. Well, the mayor of Reseda with air quotes. I oh. He was like, I was like, what are you going to be mayor of when it's not in Reseda anymore? All the homeless people in front of <laughs> the Globe <laughs> Theater. My God. 
But the Globe Theater is not even the permanent residence. I uh, I hope they don't have a permanent residence. That's what um, I was talking to um, Alex, the guy who takes the tickets at the front door w- next to Super Danny. Uh-huh. And he was saying that there's the Globe Theater is so expensive that they're still like looking for different places. I'm it's sure cool. they will find they found venues before. And I feel like we didn't talk about this last time. But I mean, people some people don't remember, but a long time ago, PWG went all over the place. So yeah. I'm sure they'll figure it out and they will find a home and it'll be great or they'll find yeah. many homes. Well, yeah. Um, but going back to New Orleans, like I got there Wednesday night and I ended up going out like I was um, I ended up staying in a hotel with um, one of the guys that we were staying with because he got in the same night as me. Uh huh. And then we went out and we walked Bourbon Street and it was a ton of fun. Um, that's where I saw Matt Hardy and I texted you. Yes. Um, that was just a bizarre experience. I, I'm getting it all jumbled up with what I did each night, but it reminds me exactly of New Orleans Square and Disneyland, but if it was open to the public and marginally filthy. <laughs> and then there's spots in New Orleans where if you like cross the street, it's automatically a ghetto place. Oh, wow. Like it's, it's, it, and, and it's hard to get around. Like if you look at the streets, obviously you can't, you can't go by like you can't really go by if you're visiting you can't really go by landmarks you can only go by actual streets because literally every corner is a bar oh wow so it's it's a combination of bar chicken place pizza place bar chicken place pizza place in that order maybe a po' boy shop but um it the i didn't drink the first night but Thursday night, I think I double-fisted daiquiris. Yeah, yeah, I did get a, a uh, text about that, yes. Yeah, I had a... St- well, what happened was I had a voodoo daiquiri, which um, I... It's pretty boozy, but I don't recommend it. All right. Uh, wait, was that... What night was Supercard? Supercard of Honor was Friday. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Fri- no, I'm sorry. Supercard of Honor, ROH's show was on Saturday. No, then what did I watch... With the main event of Beth Best Friends, that versus... was um, that was the Super Show. That was WrestleCon Super Show, and that was what day? That was Friday. Friday. Okay, then I was double fisting on Friday um, <laughs> because I had a, a daiquiri and then I had a I had a voodoo daiquiri, which is basically grape grape cough syrup flavor. Just a heads up, pretty gross. Mm-hmm. Um, and a strawberry daiquiri, and then I had it, and then I went over to the super show but I'm sorry uh, the, the super location. show was thursday i'm i'm uh, there was so much going on yeah i'm going through <laughs> our our texts you saw Corey graves oh yes um and then you're walking to the super show okay yes yes so um the location for everything like while it was convenient for partying where we were staying and stuff it wasn't exactly convenient when it came to getting to outside events oh. so like the distance between like Morgan Hill and Gilroy is like twenty minutes yes. drive. That's basically the distance between the Pontchartrain Convention Center and oh. um and the French Quarter. Huh. And the sugar mill was like all the way across town. So basically, you had to lift or Uber or taxi everywhere. Oh boy. And which, aside from the constant money spending, was fine because I didn't have a single driver that I didn't fucking love. Yeah. Um, we had one taxi driver we were using that was taxis were the cheapest. Um, Lyft was it went it went cheapest being taxis then Lyft and then Uber was like 
only take Uber if you're made of money because they figured <laughs> out that there was events going on. Yeah. And so when they had large amounts of people requesting Ubers at the Pontchartrain Center, it booked it so it was like you could get a trip from there to the French Quarter was over 80 bucks. Wow. Yeah. That is a lot. It was ridiculous. And Lyft wasn't nearly that expensive. And then it was like $15 if you had a car full of people. Because what would happen is they would take taxis, knew that you would be taking multiple people back to the same area. (laughs) And so they were like, if you get everybody, if you get multiple people in this taxi, it bumps the price down. Yeah. So that's what we ended up doing a lot. We had this guy's card and we would call him and he would come and get us places. He was really cool. Oh, nice. Uh, But the events I did go to... I'm trying to remember in order. I don't think I went to anything Thursday. Yeah, you did. It was, The Super Show was Thursday. It was. Okay. Yeah. So that's when I was double fisting daiquiris. And then I had really awesome pizza. Yes. But the Super Show, I originally it had like, it hadn't sold out. But people were saying that it had sold out. And it's hard when it's the day of like for a certain time because you can't like get tickets. And yeah. I guess they were turning people away for it being sold out. But it like wasn't really. But all of the people that I was staying with, they had the hotel key and they needed the hotel key. And so I would have been by myself and everyone I knew Uh, was going. And they were going to try and help me find somewhere to stay for the time being that they were going to be there. But -hmm. everything was closing. That was like safe. And I don't remember what I did, but Dan Barry ended up getting me in. Dan Barry, podcast favorite Dan Barry. Yes, podcast. Everyone's everyone's favorite Dan Barry. Uh, he ended up getting me in. He just came out and then he was like, she's good. And he brought me in and I got him for free. Perfect. And I got to go watch the show from the balcony area where mm-hmm. all the wrestlers were at. Yes. So I, I think I took a picture of you. I took a picture of Mark Andrews and Trent Seven. Yes. Mark Andrews was so excited to see me. <laughs> it was the cutest thing. He was like, is that a real chocolate jacket? He was talking about my mojo jacket and he oh fucking loved God. it. <laughs> so y'all can suck it if you hate my mojo jacket. Wow. Yeah, but Pete Dunn was there looking just chronic bitch face. Jordan Devlin. Um, yes, there was a bunch of people. I can't. Yeah, you have the text messages for me, but I could yeah. see everybody like walking up and down. I got to see Trent and I was like, sup, Greg, how's your how's your wormy arm? <laughs> 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 but it was and then Dan drove me. Um, and then after that was beyond because I remember going, OK, I want to go to beyond. But the people yeah. I was with weren't going to beyond. The beyond but the problem that the, uh, happened intergender matches. Yes. Yeah. The the thing that happened was the super show ran really late. Yeah, it did. And so a lot of the people that ended up having having tickets to Beyond ended up not going. So the Beyond event was like like it wasn't like super empty, but it was clearly it was pretty empty. I watched it. It was it was pretty well. There was people up in the, the yeah. stands as well. It was pretty empty. It was because they ran so late. Yeah. And Dan ended up driving me over to Beyond. Um, And that was awesome of him. He drove me because he had to go to Beyond as well. And so we all came in together and like I had a ticket to Beyond. So I went in and I got to see Orange Cassidy. And that's where you heard me screaming. It was. I did hear you screaming. It was Orange Cassidy and oh. Session Session, Moth Martina. Yeah, Session Moth versus who were they taking on? Joey Janela and And um, Penelope. Janelope. Janelope. Yes, good I, stuff. You heard me screaming. I was losing my goddamn mind. I did. Uh, I could probably hear you in the recap as well. No way. I mean, if I went back and listened to it, I'm sure I could. Oh, that's funny. But <laughs> um, 
uh, after the the next day or whatever, it was like we were out really late, but it was Joe Janelle's spring break, which which was crazy. So, it was crazy. So Friday, you watched it. Friday was the progress show for you. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm looking at it and it's going out of order. Yeah, progress. Uh, it was a progress Marty Graps. Great show. And I just um, I checked to see if you were alive, and you confirmed that you were alive. I yes. did that a lot. Let's see what else. What show? Um, Spring Break. So yeah, you go. You went. Yeah, to Yeah. So break. well, Progress was excellent. I got to see Chris Brooks, and I was like dying. Yeah. Um, I got to see him after the show, and that's where he signed my thing, and he was just super sweet, and he was like, "Are you going?" He was like, "Are you going to um Spring Break tonight?" And I was like, "Yes." And I was like, "Oh my god, this is like a movie." Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. No, it was it was just he's a he's a doll. He's just absolutely darling and he's very sweet and he was super super happy to sign my picture. He was he loved it. Um but that show was great. After was Joey Janela's Spring Break, which was crazy. Doink was there. Yeah, Joey Janela's um, Spring Break was uh fantastic. That Frank the Clown had a work where he got punched in the face. He did. So this is what happened. I never watched the main event because he got punched in the face and the, the, the stream froze. And I would just went, well, I'm going to go to bed. So I haven't watched it yet. It was very fun. It was so much fun. Um, Walter almost killed someone. Well, was, Walter yeah, almost Walter killed everyone PCO. all the time. That match was amazing. That's one of my favorite matches of the weekend. It, Walter. Yeah. Um. Wait. Which which match are you talking? I saw Walter wrestle many times. I'm talking about the uh, the Volta PCO match from. Joey oh, where Janelle's, he killed him. Where he, he turned his chest black. Yes. That is fucking insane. That match. Like, was it was crazy. crazy, even from a distance. Um. But yeah, Frank the Clown had a work where he got punched in the face. Yeah, I did see. Um. Sasuke came out of the wrong curtain, and it was adorable. Oh. <laughs> He like came out like with like all hyped for his entrance, but he came out the side curtain, which is where all the wrestlers were going back. Like people were just going back and forth. He didn't come out the right curtain at all. Oh no! And so it like took him forever. And I was like, oh, "What is he doing?" He came out and he was like all hyped, and then there was it wasn't any lights or anything on him because he was a complete side curtain, like leading oh, to the man. bleachers. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh well. It was adorable. Um. Then my favorite show of the weekend, hands down, probably one of my favorite shows of I've seen in a very long time was yeah. Progress Bourbon is also a biscuit. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I don't even know. I haven't checked Demand Progress, but those shows, um, I don't think they're they're up yet. Still, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look this up because I I don't think they are available still unless I miss something, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not up yet. This is. Um, dare I say unacceptable? For sure. It's very, it's very <laughs> unacceptable. Why are these not up yet? I, I don't fucking know. They had an exhausting week. Um, they, so, cause a lot of them didn't leave until like way later. Oh yeah. Um, bourbon is also a biscuit. I had a seat for this as well. I sat in the regular, like I sat in like the seat that had an assigned seat because they had a, like progress fucking had their shit together. Yeah. Um, well, a couple of another promotion fucking had their shit together when it came to seats. Um, but, um, I sat GA even though I paid for a seat nice. because honestly the GA was probably better than that. And also I was sitting in a row with Jack, uh, Captain Jack and also with Courtney. I met Courtney, oh, yeah. um, I met Courtney's sister and that was excellent and it was just fun. And we all sat in a long row and that show like 
Jack and I both went to spring break and we were like, this show is better than spring break. It was funny. Oh, wow. It was just a good time. It was a good time. It was fucking fantastic. It was such a good show. I'm going to have to check um, that out for sure. It was very good. Um, totally the best show of the weekend. I can't remember specifics, but I remember after that we went up and I was, um, and so I got, tried to give Chris Brooks five bucks for being hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I met Jimmy Havoc Oh. And he is a delight. Um, talked to him for a bit with Jack, and Jack was talking to him, and I just I was just watching him, and I was like, "You have very beautiful blue eyes." <laughs> oh my! And he God. looks at me and he goes, "I like her." <laughs> Jesus. And I was like, "Sorry, all I know how to do is be a blunt creep." And he was like, "That's my favorite kind of person." <laughs> <laughs> he was amazing. He was so great. He was he was double fisting like cans of beer oh yeah that sounds like jimmy havoc it was it was amazing he was so delightfully nice and i we just hung out there talking and i flash came over and was like so excited to see me he was like i'm gonna be here until um tuesday we need to go out and get shots so he was like i'm going out probably tonight (laughs) with eddie dennis like go out with me and i was like fuck yes and so we had like it was just all over the place, disorganized mess. But Flash was amazing. Got to meet Eddie Dennis, and he was just a delight. He's so handsome. Um, is he on the list? Eddie Dennis is on the list. God damn it. <laughs> you, you don't even have to press the press a button now. That was- there we go. That was good enough. The god damn it was good enough. Ugh. Um, <laughs> but... It was it was just delightful, and I spoke with I talked with Chris Brooks, and I like showed him my because he's a huge Chikara mark. He's like, "Are you going to Kaiju?" And I was like, "Yes." He's like, "Good." I'm so excited for Kaiju because he's like a huge like Chikara Kaiju well, attack pro. Yeah, obviously. Oh but he yeah, is yeah, just, yeah. He is just a dweeby, adorable like. Ugh, I love him. Uh, <laughs> Travis Banks was there. Travis Banks is always a good time. He's such a sweet man. Um, but Kaiju Jack had never been before. Oh, for some reason, if we have listeners that don't know what kaiju is, do we have listeners that don't know what kaiju is? Kaiju big battle? I don't know. Yes, maybe. I don't know. It's very strange and it's a fun time. It's delightful. Apparently, wrestling. It's very rare that wrestlers do it sober. (laughs) Uh, I believe it. uh, According to Chuck Taylor. Um, I forgot to mention that we I saw a listener. I think it was after a progress show. He came up to me and asked me if I was Sailor Moonsault. It was a bizarre experience. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I forgot your name, but I know you're listening. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I am sorry that I was disappointing in person. I wish. uh, Well, I guess I got to go out more to be recognized. Yeah, man. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, well. Well, it'll be different down in L.A. There's more people down there. I'm sure they'll Um, all recognize me. Yes. Well, but um. Thank you so much. I'm very flattered. It was a very strange experience. I never thought that that would happen. Um, I, Kaiju, Jack had never been, and it is confirmed his new favorite thing. I can't (laughs) believe he had never been because that's totally his spiel. Oh, yeah. I have videos that I sent my brother because I was like, because my brother hates wrestling. And I was like, is this the kind of wrestling you want? And he was like, yes, this, but with more flips. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, okay, can do. Yeah. Because <laughs> he just wants wrestling to be ridiculous. And I was like, dude, if there's a baked potato jumping off the top rope, I want you to see it. Yeah, and that you... was not even a joke. No, that's a thing. This this fucking waffle, a guy dressed as a giant waffle, tried to crossbody somebody, and then he landed and he couldn't get back up again because he was a giant waffle. Oh, my God. It was great. Good times. But um, Chris Brooks was Dr. Cube. Oh, nice. Um, I think my favorite thing about Kaiju, for sure, hands down, was watching 
the progress wrestlers that weren't wrestling in kaiju yeah watching kaiju oh man dahlia black was like crying (laughs) she was like she couldn't even she had to sit down and jim smallman was like doubled over and you could tell there was like he like could not even handle himself he was laughing so hard and you could tell because he knew who each person was yeah underneath there and that's what makes it funnier oh man that's great and Chris Brooks was obviously Dr. Cube. I don't know why he even tried to keep it because he said he was going to be at Kaiju. And I was like, no, that asshole's going to be in Kaiju. I know he is. He's a dork. <laughs> and oh, I have man. never seen Dr. Cube so tall and so unreasonably thin. <laughs> um, and everything's a recording, obviously, that they played the audio. But yeah. it was hilarious watching Eddie Dennis and Jim Smallman and Glenn Jacobs and everybody just watching it and just dying laughing so hard like they had never seen something so bizarre before that's great it was amazing but um kaiju ended up having an after i went to wrestlemania probably should mention that because that was the whole that was the whole crown the cherry on top of the weekend or it's supposed to be wrestlemania Um, i ended up getting a ticket last minute to wrestlemania um really good seats i went with uh george uh his wrestling name is george gaton um but he, I've, I met him at WrestleMania back when it was in Santa Clara. Same time I met Drew Gulak. Oh. Um, yes. And we hadn't seen each other since then. But he ended up getting me. He took care of me like the whole weekend. If ever I didn't have any, if I didn't have anybody where I was lost or freaking out or something, like he is a good brother. A good what, brother. He's such. I had so many people that were just such good people. Good. Especially for somebody that's traveling by themselves. George, Jack, Derek, for fantastic. Um, but George and I ended up sitting 12 rows closer than we should have. Oh, wow. Because the seating arrangements were very confusing, but nobody ended up having seats where our seats were. Huh? So we just stayed. (laughs) Nice. It was a fun experience. Some guy behind me asked me why I was, he was like, how did you become a fan of Mojo Raleigh? (laughs) Like he was genuinely (laughs) curious. Oh my God. (laughs) It was amazing. Um, and I told him, I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, because I cosplayed him once and he and I became friends. And it was just like this weird thing. And I was wearing my jacket and I obviously collapsed when he got eliminated. And I was so upset. Oh, man. But um, after WrestleMania, I went to Kaiju. They had an after party. Oh, yes. That, that's right. And Joey Janela throughout the weekend probably broke about 30 Louisiana laws. Um, <laughs> he was taking money and pile driving people in public. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah, on, what a on carny brother move to do. That's great. I love it. It, it was amazing. Um, and he got me into the mania after party because I I had um I was with I was at because I had to. Oh, okay. Wait, here's the thing. The Sorry, WrestleMania is, after party? No, no, no. There was two that were going on. There was oh, one that was okay. like the kaiju after party for all the independent wrestlers, right. and then there was like the other one that was going on. Right. That was like meh. Um, with all like the actual WWE wrestlers. But what happened was I had to leave my bag at WrestleMania. I had to leave my bag at um, the Hyatt Regency, which was right around the corner. Right. Because they wouldn't let me in with my bag. They huh. wouldn't let anyone in with their bags if they were bigger than like a wallet. Oh, wow. And they had sent an email that said clear bags were fine. And my backpack was fucking clear. And they wouldn't let me in with my backpack. And I was like, well, I don't have any pockets. I'm wearing Zubas. And so, like, yeah. And so George had to have, like, my ID and everything on him. And I had to take and keep my backpack in their friend's hotel room because he had a a room at the Hyatt Regency, which is where all the wrestlers were staying. That's expensive. Yeah. 
Um, and so I had to go back there afterwards and we got a drink down at the bar downstairs and all of the wrestlers were coming back and I got to see everybody. It was oh. awesome. Ginger Mahal is fucking huge. Oh, really? That guy is yeah, he's so, like six five, isn't he? He's so tall. Oh my god! But <laughs> I saw so many people, and it was like Shinsuke walked by me, and it was he was wearing a stupid little Sami Zayn like hat, and I was like, ah, he would. Um, I saw Sami Zayn. Um, I saw nice. Alexa Bliss. Oh my god! What? I saw you Alexa just Bliss. The Oh my god. I saw Liv Morgan, I saw Ruby Rudd, I saw Sarah Logan. How did you um, not tell me you saw Alexa Bliss? Did you tell me? I probably did. My god. She was getting in an elevator. Um my I god. saw Carmella first. Um I saw uh, Naomi. Well, I saw Naomi and Nia Jax and Paige on Bourbon Street the first night. Oh, cool. But then I saw them again. I saw Braun Strowman with his parents. Oh my god. Who I yes. I immediately said Oh my god, that's the cutest thing because he was walking arm in arm with his mother. <laughs> and his dad looks just like him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it was adorable. They're just like the cutest thing. Um, but I saw so many people. I saw Byron Saxon. Um, I didn't get to see Renee. Oh. Which is such a bummer. I really wanted to see Renee. I didn't get to see Renee. I didn't get to see Ricochet. I was bummed about that. I was like, hey, fuckface, where are you? Shitty Trevor. Um <laughs> But uh, I ended up going after that. I ended up taking... What did I do? Yeah, I took my bag and I ended up going to the WrestleMania, like the the Kaiju Big Battle after party. And this is already after I had had a beer, I believe. And it was a strong-ass beer. Um, and so I went to the after party and I ended up only having $9 and it was 10 to get in. Oh, no. Yeah, and Ruby, um, Keith Lee's girlfriend... She was like, I'm already in here, but I can't come back in if I leave because I got in with Keith and I didn't have to pay. Oh, she didn't geez. have to pay for anything that whole weekend. Yeah, because you're with Keith Lee. It's insane. I finally got to see Keith Lee that night. He was such a busy man. Oh, I was I like, bet. oh, you busy little angel, you. Um, he was wearing a Pokemon hat when I saw him. It was great. Like Good. a beanie. <laughs> which he was wearing around on Bourbon Street. Perfect. Grown ass man. <laughs> um, love him. And I ended up going in and Orange Cassidy was there. And uh, Hot Sauce was there. Chuck Taylor was there. Joe Janela was there. Travis Banks, Chris Brooks, Flash Morgan Webster, nice. Eddie Dennis, Jimmy Havoc, Leva Bates. Oh. Yes. Um, I talked to her for a bit. She's very nice. Oh, cool. She's very nerdy. Very much exactly how you would think she is. Super <laughs> cool. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I ended up spending a lot of time with uh, <laughs> Chuck Taylor. Of and he kept drinking he my drink and he was just a delight and I was so happy and I was just so drunk and in such glee and I had great conversation with Orange Cassidy and he was just delightful at exactly how I thought he would be and it was wonderful. Uh, Dan Barry was there obviously and that was just fun because anytime I'm anywhere near Dan Barry, I just have no problem being myself. Nice. Because he's amazing. He just has that magical kind of thing but it was a really fun night and like Joey Janela was just like fuck everything fuck the athletic commission and he's jumping off of the balcony into the ring <laughs> like there was two layers and he was jumping off the top balcony and just like crossbodying people it was just a clusterfuck I was like Dustin is this ever done sober and he was like I don't think I've ever done kaiju sober ever 
So wow. I, it was just a ton of fun. And I, Jimmy Havoc like came up to say Jimmy Havoc and Travis Banks were like, we're leaving. It was really nice seeing you. And I was like emotionally just in my mind, like fangirling and crying at the same time. It was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> they ended up getting after that. This is just long stories with Marianne. And I will end the story after what I did after that. I got a text from Mojo Raleigh uh-huh. who was out. He had left their after party and was on Bourbon Street. And he was like, come through. And I went, oh, snap. Okay. <laughs> and so I did. Nice. <laughs> I went like George ended up showing up to the kaiju party. Uh-huh. And so George and a couple of his friends who we went back to, we actually walked. We didn't take a lift. Walked back to Bourbon Street and I found Mojo and I ended up um, meeting up with um, him and his sister and his brother. Oh. His sister. Shout out to Tammy. What up, Tammy? You're the best. Tammy was so cool. <laughs> she was like, she reminded me so much of like me in situations where I'm like the level headed one right. where I was like, how I was like, how do you put up with this? Because her br- Casey, like they're younger or kick. It's uh, it's Dean, Casey and Tammy. Casey is Mojo's brother. What a I. <sighs> I feel like Mojo's like exaggerated character is just an imitation of his brother. Like huh, interesting. Like his brother is so much going on at once. Like is insane. He kept doing this like him and Mojo did this thing where every time somebody asked Mojo for a picture, of course he's delightfully friendly and just super fucking nice. George ends up meeting him and was like, "That was a treat." And I was like, "I told you, he's <laughs> hella nice." Um but every time somebody would ask for a picture, Casey would photobomb the picture. Oh, my God. He, they had made a deal where it's like every time somebody asks for a picture, Casey will squeeze his way into the photo. So it's not just Mojo. Huh. <laughs> it was great. But I ended up hanging out with them for a while. And it was just a ton of fun. And it was just I was just so happy. And Tammy was super fucking nice. She just oh, I was good. like, how do you put up with this? She was great. She's just up, like and then she was like, what is your Instagram? I need to follow you. And I was like, you're the greatest. I love you, Tammy. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, that was that was mania. It was a ton of fun. Like, good. A ton of fun. I had to I had to keep telling myself, oh, my God, what's going to happen to me? This is insane. What am where am I staying? Where am I going? What am I doing? And all these things. But it ended up working out and I didn't have rough troubles. I mean, I, it, the weather was pretty bad coming back, but that's a whole nother yeah. story. But other than that, I didn't have rough problems at all. Well, so good. 30 minutes later. 30 minutes <laughs> later, uh, we didn't watch Raw or SmackDown because some of us uh, apparently don't have time for for other things. We don't have time, which is me. I made the call. I said, let's just talk about the superstar shakeup here and uh, be on our merry way. Um, some pretty good moves, I must say. Yeah, um, I think SmackDown won overall with I, the moves. I agree. I feel like SmackDown did a lot better than Raw did, but I feel like... And you know that Vince probably thinks that Raw headed out with like the, the upper hand. Yeah, I mean... It, we got it, Dolph Ziggler! What a powerhouse! <laughs> and this seemed to happen last year, too, where it was like, oh, man, Raw got all the people, but then when they did it uh, the last time, SmackDown, after we saw the results, it went, well, SmackDown SmackDown made out pretty well, it looked like, so... Yeah. Where do we go? Oh, I didn't even see... Side note, really fast before we get into it. I yeah. forgot to mention, I think, one of the people of the weekend, one of the, my favorite wrestlers of the weekend, mm-hmm. like, other than Orange Cassidy, because he was a fucking riot. He literally, he was like the Heath Slater of the Clusterfuck match. Oh, at yes. At Spring Break. Yeah. 
because it took him forever. I don't even think he ever actually made it into the ring. <laughs> now that I think about it, he literally got halfway there and then took a nap. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's not twice. This happened twice. But um, MJF, that motherfucker is the Miz of the Indies. Oh yes, yes he is. He MJF. is like indie Miz mixed. He looks like Colt Cabana. Uh huh. There's a picture of the two of them where it's like take your dad to work day. Yeah, I've seen that. And it's that. the two of them, and it's, it's fucking funny. great. And he's also kind of mixed it with a little bit of Ryan Nemeth. Ah. There's he has a lot in he he draws a lot from different like he just reminds me a lot of people and none of it's bad. People are calling him EC2. <laughs> I heard that chant. Yes, that chant was fucking great. Oh, EC2 man. is one of the best chants other than that's not vegan. <laughs> Whenever Pete Dunn would bite somebody. Oh man. <laughs> But yeah, goodness. Um, the shakeup. Um, are we gonna go over? Well, obviously, because Raw was first. Yeah. Well, uh, so Raw, uh, in all, moved fifteen wrestlers to Raw. And, um, um, I think they no, they got seventeen. Well, d- they had the uh, the the fifteen wrestlers that were on SmackDown moved to Raw. Then, oh no, it's nineteen. Well, qu- quote unquote, uh, the two wrestlers that were fired got contracts and one NXT call up. Well, because I have. Well, if you count the Riot Squad as being three people yes. and the Ascension is two people and Brazongo yes. is two people, then it's 19. Yes. 15, yeah. 16, 17. Yes. So we had uh, Jinder Mahal, uh, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Ruby Riot, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Zack Ryder, uh, Tyler Breeze, Fandango, Natalia, uh, one Mojo Rowley. You just made the list. Uh, Dolph Ziggler or Ziggles, uh, Drew McIntyre getting the call up, uh, Big Breakfast, Baron Corbin, Bobby Roode, Mike Kanellis, uh, oddly enough, not Maria Kanellis, but I assume she will also be a part of that when she comes back from uh, maternity leave, I believe. Uh, Chad Gable and Connor and Victor. So let's see here. From the looks of it, we we added we added three three four four women wrestlers, which is great. Yes. I mean, but I, also I feel like um, when I saw this, I went, well, Raw's women's roster has 75 people on it now. It has True. It had so many. I went, geez, this is a lot. And uh, on that episode of Raw, Jinder Mahal uh, faced one Jeff Hardy and lost the United States title to Jeff Hardy. So if you put two and two together, you could figure out what was going to happen because that actually, I believe, happened last time they did the shakeup too. someone lost the belt. That belt was property of a different Mm -hmm. brand, and then they moved. But uh, let's see. We got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on on Monday Night Raw. I think that's great. I think we knew that was going to happen anyway. Yeah. um, Breezango and their best friends, The Ascension. I think So we know that's not going anywhere. (laughs) No, I think that's that's good stuff. Um, Interesting that we moved both Zack Ryder and Mojo to Raw. I was thinking that was weird, too. I thought that, that was they got very drafted strange. to the same show again. I would have, but rather... I guess they also found out via text message. I w- oh, interesting. I would have rather just moved one or the other. Just keep keep them separate. I think it's time for some someone, mainly Mojo, to maybe have a decent singles run. And I'm not just saying that because you're on the. I podcast. love Mojo so much. We um... know. <laughs> uh, very interesting. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Um, hanging out together what the fuck i don't know what that's about but good for drew mcintyre makes his way you know does his tour of the indies goes up through nxt gets injured and it's like man that sucks but then gets the call up when he comes back 
because so, he's just so established that yeah. it's like I'm Drew McIntyre. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm like Chris Jericho. Um, Bobby Roode getting moved to Raw is interesting. Whatever. Yeah, I'm a kind of don't know. Bobby how I... Roode is like he's like so uninteresting. The most interesting thing about Bobby Roode is just his entrance music. Yeah. Wow. Like so he's Dol- nothing else. So Dolph Ziggler was correct, is what you're saying? Yes. My God. He's like stale crackers. I don't give a shit. Goodness. Goodness me. Uh, Chad Gable moving to Raw is also interesting. I wonder if they're just going to chalk up the Jason Jordan experiment to a failure and just be like, let's get That's American exactly Alpha. what I was thinking. Let's get American Alpha back together. I think that that would be in everyone's best interest and that would bolster the tag team division yeah it would bolster their shitty tag team division also i'm like dude he can't fucking catch a break what the hell no he can't poor guy um uh, he's the better wrestler and the better talker uh corbin moving to raw is i mean who cares uh, yeah kind of basically i'm fine yeah whatever um dare i say he's just a guy again my god yes he is he is Natalia also moving to Raw. I don't really care. I I feel like that's actually probably a good idea. Yeah, because I, agree. I um she would be closer to Ronda. Yes, and Natalia is known for being the one that trains people, and yeah. when she's closer and travels with Ronda, and I know that she's actually close with Ronda in real life too. So I think that would be a good thing. Yeah, because Natalia. As shitty as she is character-wise, she has a um, knack for bringing... Yes. She's she's a good wrestler. She has a knack for bringing good matches out of people. And she is a good good person. So it's like, you know, I'm not really... I just... I don't care for her character. Nobody does. She got x She is like the equivalent of freaking Bobby Roode. My God. She's so uninteresting. Uh, Mike Kanellis on Raw, I feel like, is also interesting... But I don't really see it going anywhere. Uh, I don't either because I completely forgot which show. I, first of all, I think I forgot he was even signed. Yeah. My God. Let's move on to the now confirmed A show. More, completely. More so than ever. Uh, the greatest show of all time, SmackDown Live. Man, did they make out like bandits. You know freaking Shane McMahon is like a Scrooge. Like, he is, what a businessman he is. So... My God, and I like I just forgot somebody had been that got moved there, and I'm like, holy crap, yes, this is amazing. So first of all, the Miz all hail back on SmackDown. Miz, 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 Miz. Which means, uh, and honestly, I think SmackDown Live should just be called Ring of Honor 2005, because <laughs> as soon as as soon as Daniel Bryan got cleared to wrestle, somebody said, let's bring all of his friends over. Um, so we've got Samoa Joe. And we've got one uh, Swiss Superman, Cesaro. You just made the list. Also making his way over. But let's go through the full list here. We got The Miz, the new United States champion, Jeff Hardy, uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. I mean, kind of a shocker, but not really because Paige is the... It makes yeah. sense. And what are they without Paige? Very true. We'll see if she plays favorites. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Samoa Joe, a returning... Big Cass. Who I saw at the bar in the Hyatt Regency. Oh, you could have clued us into that. I forgot. Yeah. I just saw so many people, John Pingle. You did. You saw a lot of people. Uh, Let's see. We had Eric Young, Alexander Wolf, and Killian Dane Sanity. Uh, One disappointing part about this is they are apparently not bringing Nikki Cross with them. Kind of like they're not bringing the Miz Taraj with Miz. Yeah, so I feel like hopefully... 
because they just got a coming soon video. And I didn't know if it was next week or just coming soon. Who, the Miz No, Sanity. Oh, okay. So maybe, maybe um, Nikki will be with them. If Nikki comes with them, my goodness, uh, that would be great. Because uh, Asuka also came along to SmackDown Live, which is great. Big get for them. I think that bolsters, and that was where we wanted her to begin with. So bolsters that exactly. division a little more. Uh, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, the club. Thank God. I, um, I'm i very excited about this, along with The Bar, the aforementioned Cesaro. You just made the list! And Sheamus. I think that's great. Uh, randomly, R-Truth. And then um, Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega, which is just rounds it out. And it's just like, hell great. yeah. Hell. I, I yeah. think fucking... The bar, that's fantastic because they get fresh, legit competition. Like, because they were losing momentum due to the lack of legitimate competition on Raw. Oh, yeah. And plus Cesaro is where he wanted to be from day one. Yes. Ish. Day one-ish. Speaking of day one-ish, we get to see not only the bar versus the Usos, we get to see the club versus the Usos and Sanity versus the Usos. That's all their tag team divisions stacked right and now. We, and we just mentioned the Usos, but we didn't even mention uh, the Bludgeon Brothers and the New Day. That's true. Very stacked tag team division. I'd be excited to see the club and the Bludgeon Brothers. Oh, my God. Yes. Hell, yes. And, um, I mean, this is perfect. I think SmackDown won outright. I think they did a great job. I mean, the only thing... I could use another woman. They could have got another lady wrestler. I think that Raw, the biggest one up on Raw, like the biggest one up that Raw has is that three man band is now a thing again. Oh my God. Yes. I know that. That is, um, they should have just squashed that right away. Cause my, my goodness. I, uh, <laughs> Cause people are not going to let that go. They're not going to let it go. <laughs> and you know, they're going to be like, we need to get the band back together. And it's just going to be like a whole. Cause Vince loves that shit. Oh goodness. So um, I think who do you think were the biggest winners and losers in terms of wrestlers? Um, I would say the biggest winner, let's see, from moving the one brand to another. See, it's kind of hard because, man, do I say Drew McIntyre? But he moved from a completely different. Like, I think the bar. You think the uh, so we're going to go with um, from. Are you saying overall like the over? Overall, oh no, I'm just, just no, I'm just saying in general the people that were like winners. Like I think that Jeff Hardy Jeff Hardy going out on his own is good. I because think. he's not gonna get caught up in whatever confusing backwards bullshit storyline Matt and Bray have in the works. <laughs> the bar because they will get legitimate competition. Yeah. The the Miz more because that's more of a I mean we, we get the Miz versus wins. Daniel Bryan. Yes, but the Miz the Miz Daniel Bryan's gonna get um big cast. Well, yeah, yeah, and then well, sure, like he got Daniel Bryan, but getting stuck with dull ass big cast might not do well for either of neither of them any good. Like it actually might hurt Daniel's progress in getting back to main event status yeah. because no one gives two shits about cast. Yeah, and I'm starting to think that Miz is stuck like rehabilitating other people's careers, which is like a blessing and a curse. <laughs> but Miz is like a winner and a loser. Um, I think that obviously Natalia being moved over is better. Yeah. Um, I think the losers definitely Chad Gable. Obviously the Miz Taraj because it was nice being employed while it lasted. Yeah. Um, 
Oh. Jeff Hardy, definitely, because he's not going to get wrapped up in that. And also, it'll probably keep him distracted from his innate ability to get strikes and DUIs. Yes. Um, But I, overall, I think SmackDown totally kicked ass. Yeah, I'd say um, winners, Samoa Joe, for sure. I think it gets him away from... it. Makes it I saw easier. Samoa Joe. Yeah, you did. It makes it easier for him to g- win that championship. I think... Um, Raw there's too many stacked. there's too many people on raw that are too like yeah. stacked in a serious angry tone yeah and y- do you know what i mean yes. they're all too aggressive and also i mean the the bar i agree with that and not not only just the bar i mean if the bar god forbid because i actually like them now split up it would um help them out even more on smackdown if we got singles matches from those guys um i'd say another i mean i don't know i don't know because when Shelton Benjamin came back. He was going to be a singles wrestler. Then he got hurt, and then they put him with with um with Chad Gable. So I think he's a question mark right now because I don't know what they're going to do with him. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with him. I feel like <laughs> what if Chad Gable turns out to be like the tag team version of the Miz, where they just stick people with him. Oh my god! Until they find better places. That would be that would be ridiculous. Horrible. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. We got one question because we didn't really we didn't really ask any. But uh, Dan, hello Dan, good friend, good brother, uh, looking sharp the other day. In Leafs suit. fan. Oh, he's a <laughs> he's a Maple Leafs fan. <laughs> I I don't know. I know nothing about hockey that's happening. Please I, like my sport. <laughs> please like my sport. That's all I know. Um, how are they doing? Well, what's happening? Are they? No, they're yeah. just there. He was like, I'm a Leafs fan, so I don't have any room to pity you for oh. always choking in the playoffs because he's a Leafs fan. Jeez. Oh, Fair enough. Fair enough. So he asked, let's see, who will be the gender Mahal of this year's shakeup, which means he somehow became WWE champion after the shakeup, you know, last year. So who's going to shoot up the the roster here and make Bobby Roode? You think Bobby Roode? No, I don't know. It was because they brought Bobby Roode over, but he was like, like, he was like a surprise during the shakeup. Yeah. You know what I mean? He he like popped out as like, he was supposed to be like the, oh my God, it's Bobby Roode. And doesn't that like normally mean that he's just gonna, like, they have shit planned for him? Kind of like Jinder Mahal, like wouldn't have come back out of nowhere if they didn't have shit planned for him. Well, the gender, the gender Mahal one was a, if I recall... Oh man, what was it? It was just a these two guys wanted jobs and whoever won the match would get the job. Oh, it was Jinder and it was Heath and Jinder. Yeah, but there's him. no way they were getting they're getting rid of the red headed princess. No, I know. I'm just saying that's how That's not Becky Lynch. It should be. Um No, no it's know, Heath. So who will be the Jinder Mahal of this year's shakeup? For, I I would just go for each brand. Uh, let's go with Raw first. Who will have a surprise breakout career or not a career? You know, on Raw, um, Drew McIntyre. I think Drew would, and I think the other one person. Honestly, I can see Chad Gable winning the Intercontinental Championship at some point. So there That'd you go. That'd be sick. I will put that out there right now. Put that out there into the universe. And on SmackDown, who's breaking out for you? Jeff Hardy. You think Jeff Hardy? Well, he already sort of did. Yeah, I mean, he's already a like... champion, but are you saying like he's going to be world champion? Uh, I feel like I'm looking back at it, and I feel like there was a lot less that went to SmackDown, but it was the 
the what each there person many, had to give that added to it. Yeah, there are many established stars that went to SmackDown. Yeah. So, man, if I'm looking at this list here, somebody who's going to have a breakout. You know why? If they let Zelina Vega wrestle, um, I'll just go and say she'll be the breakout star. Is she a wrestler? She is a wrestler, yes. She used to wrestle in TNA. I cannot remember her. Oh, I forgot because she does a, a really good Frankensteiner she, or Hurricane Rana. She does, and Thea, Thea Trinidad is her name. I believe that was her name in Rosita. She was in a tag team with uh, Sarita, who I believe is a WWE um, Yep, trainer now. I think she's a trainer now. I can't remember. Oh, speaking of... Um, sorry. Shakeups and call or and call ups and stuff. Nixon Newell debuted. Yes, with matching gear with um with um Evie, not Evie, Dakota Kai. It was so exciting seeing her wrestle during the um the battle royale, the women's one. Yeah, I was so excited. I could just kept chanting like George, and I just kept going Evie, Evie, even though nobody knew who we were talking about. <laughs> but also, can I mention how exciting it was to see fucking Drake Younger be the the ref for the Ronda Rousey match? Hell yeah, that was Good the most exciting thing about that. Like, well, other than Ronda fucking kicked ass. Yeah, I, um, uh, the, she surprised everyone. I think she surprised. She carried her and Drake carried that match. Yeah. Uh, is what I like to say. <laughs> but um, in other just odd, well, going back to NXT things, uh, Cassius Ono got booked for Super Strong Style. Yes, he did. Holy hell. And we still got... Oh, my God. We've got one more left for that. So who will it be? It's got to be somebody big. Um, I just wonder who it is. I love that WWE is just renting out their their wrestlers to other... Walk to, watch it's Axel Dieter. Ooh interesting who i also saw in nola i'd say it'd either be him or be donnie dijak <laughs> that would be cool where's donnie dijak come on buddy i saw donovan dijak at the uh, higher regency but i've met the dude so yeah. it wasn't all that surprising what was surprising was seeing samoa joe looking like he was gonna go golfing like that's <laughs> how he was dressed he probably like, did pastels and i was like this is weird um <laughs> Uh, so, do we got anything else? You got anything else? Um, no, I did pre-order my Chris Brooks shirt. Nice. Uh, totally saw that coming. Thanks for the also post heads up, Chris. <laughs> um, Brazilian Fury. Um, I don't think I have anything else. I'm not going to pro- uh, PWG this weekend. You were not. I am. I am. I, I am neither. Have a job. Um, and wow, I need to correct. make that money up for all of this shit, the money that I spent. Yeah, good. I spent money on merch and stickers. That I got a did. Jimmy Havoc shirt, a Flash Morgan Webster shirt, a Volta pin. Nice. Um, lots of stickers. Um, and I got to see Chuck Taylor. Yeah, um, which always. is all I care about, really. Even all, though I get to see him all the time. I mean, always um, good. You just made the list. He is. He was just delightful. I was so. I ran into him on Bourbon Street, and it was just. And I talked to Drew Gulak, and it was just amazing. And it was Drew Gulak looking real tan. <laughs> yeah, it was just got, fantastic. It was WWE just a good money. time. It was a good time, John Pingle. It was a good time. Well, good. Um, I forgot to do something last week in the episode that was just me. Um, you want to hear my top? What do you want? Top ten? Top twenty? Top ten. I don't. I don't know. I talked for a lot, so go ahead and talk for a lot. All right. Top ten. We'll go with number ten. Number ten. We got Marty Scurll. 
Number nine, Zack Sabre Jr. Number eight, Hot Cop, Mustafa Ali. You just made Yes! Kazuchika Okada at seven, Kota Ibushi at six, Will Ospreay at five, Kenny Omega at four, Andrade Cien Almas at three, uh, Matt Riddle at number two, and number one with a gun, the whole shebang, Johnny Gargano. What? Where's Pete Dunne? Pete Dunne is... Where is Pete Dunne? I'm going to hit control You said F. number one with a gun, and then I assumed you were going to say Pete Dunne. My God. Do you want to know something very crazy? And I'm going to just make sure that this is... That maybe I just forgot him. He is not on my list. He was number one for every... He was like number one or two for like literally every time you've done your list in the past like... Right, but I haven't read, my, I haven't read my list. This is my new list. I don't have Pete Dunn listed. Oh my god. This... Pete Dunn is on the same level as Chuck Taylor right now because you don't have Chuck Taylor listed. This can't be right. Oh my god. I yes, have... fix it. I have no Pete Dunn matches rated. Holy shit. It is April 18th and I have not rated one Pete Dunn match. My god. What is happening? Goodness me. Oh. Slack it, John Pingle. Oh well. I'm very, I, well, I'm only five, sh- well, technically six shows behind on WrestleMania weekend, so there. Okay, so watch those. It's very, they're all very fantastic. Pete Dunn is just wonderful. I'm honestly going to be behind until I move. <laughs> and then I'll probably be more behind. More behind? Yeah, probably. Um, you got anything else? Um, nope, that's it. All right, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moonsault. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio, rate and review us as well. Uh, also, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Don't know why I said it like that. Finally North, they do our music. They're not a band. They might be. We're not sure. SoundCloud.com slash north or FinallyNorth.com. NOTLG.Spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, Patreon.com slash NOTLG. Uh, shout out to Chris and Calvin. They may donate still. They may not. I don't know. But thanks if you still do. And we appreciate it. It keeps, keeps us... Uh, are hosting relatively free and we enjoy that also just head on over to notlg.com we got podcasts for everyone if you like comic books that are also on television uh bam pow tv if you like a little retro gaming retrofecta and if you enjoy anime lunch hour anime special so check out all three of those they're on notlg.com and uh yeah so join us again next week where we see what's going on with the shake-up business. So there's only one thing left to do, so man, if you will... Ring the bell! This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com. Notlg.com